Because, Ooh. guys, that's so hard to do. Oh, my gosh. So hard. Zoom? Timing? <laughs> what is... Yeah. Like, you have to figure out the lag. Uh, anyways, I hope from the six that we tried, we got at least one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my thoughts exactly. Mm-hmm. Anywho, welcome back to another episode of It Should Be Easy. I just really felt the need to... Uh-huh. I I see that you felt the need to put the emphasis on each individual word. Yeah, that's the type of vibe I was getting for today. Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I love that for you, actually. Let's, we're gonna, yep. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, We have a lot to talk about today. Where to begin? Um, A lot of, Yeah really is the question because listen these ep- we record these episodes two weeks before they come out so like this is relevant now mm-hmm. will it be relevant when <laughs> you it's guys released? listen to it no definitely not <laughs> i mean it could still be talked about relevant no yeah you're right no it won't be relevant well there might be some lingering effects but we don't know but we don't know that's right okay so there are a lot of things happening in our world right now. Um, you know, just, I don't, what am I saying? I don't know. There are a lot of things going on right now. A big push for women's rights again. Uh, yes. You know, a big uproar in that after uh, the Sarah Everard in, uh, situation in England. The mm-hmm. anti-Asian, anti, oh, wait, America. What's the acronym? It's A A A A P I. Asian Asian and Pacific Islanders. Yeah. So yeah, the whole violence against Asian Americans and just the Asian community in general, how it's skyrocketed and it's gotten really bad because the shooting in in uh, America. And then, of course, there's the Harriet, Meghan, and Oprah interview. Uh, Yes, that was wild. we will get into details li- later. Yes. And we even have a spe- we've gotten a special guest. Special, what? questionable guest, yes. <laughs> I think she's pretty special. Excuse you. Thank you. Okay, I think she'll appreciate that. She's gonna, good thing she's not here for me shading her right now, but I'll be well, fine when she comes on. I'll I, be fine when she comes on. I think she's pretty great. See, and this is why you're not her sister. As her sister, I have to keep her humble. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes, I, your... I just spoiled who's coming, but I mean, anyways. Well, no, because you have two sisters. Oh, so they don't know oh, which It's one. a 50-50 okay. shot. Part. Yeah. Yes, that that's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first thing we're I think we should tackle is just like an update. An update, because we talked about this in the last episode, and so I just wanted to say, like, maybe y'all don't know, or you haven't heard this yet, um, but it is an update on the Golden Globes discussion that we did have last episode, mm-hmm. um, where we were talking about how there were no black voters in the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, HFPA. Um, I kind of forgot the acronym, so I have to say it fully, and that's what <laughs> There's that. It's okay, I would have said the Academy. (laughs) That's not correct. (laughs) That's the Oscar. There's that, yes. Um, (laughs) So update on that. Um, They are actually going to be hiring 13% 
more black photos for the next year and that means that they will have over 100 members total in comparison to the 87 they currently have That's so great. um so that is something good to hear we love that um We do. We that do. makes us happy you know it, um do i think it should have been done sooner yes am i happy it's still done period yes Oh. Mm hmm so Definitely. Yeah. you know strides Yes, we take definitely. take the little ones sometimes um next on the list that was just kind of like a quick update like hey this is what's going on Progress report. <laughs> yeah really <laughs> um this was a big one this shook my world simply because i didn't see it coming and they had been renewed for another season and so the fact that they're canceling it after this season Anyways, um, Kim's Convenience is ending after this season. I believe they're on their fifth. Um, They are. and so, That's so sad. I love that show. It's so good. yeah, I feel like they're getting one more season from the season that they just put on Netflix. yeah, so I think season four is on Netflix, so season five is airing right now, which I watch it real time, so yeah, um, it comes out every Tuesday, I believe it's 8, 7 central, just for your information on CBC, plug plug, anyways, support Canadian content, um, Yes, yeah, support Canadian content. and so my mom, I was watching Kim's Convenience, my mom came down and she was like, did you know they're ending, did you read that, I was like, what, I'm sorry, What? Hold on a minute. What? Also, I love that your mom was more informed than you, and you're like... My mom is always more informed than me. She literally called the JLo A-Rod split before, like two months ago. Listen... I was like, what? Who? On that, on that, I got a DM from one of my friends, uh, and it was a video, and it was, like, um, two people, like, two uh, confident women walking or whatever, and then it was, like, now that JLo and Kim are still, are single, and I was, like, wait, JLo is single? Since when? Well, technically, like, she's not They're still single. engaged. I heard that they're still engaged, but they're just taking a break or taking it slow. Yeah. That's what I heard. Like, I Googled it. Yeah. No, because he's in the DR right now. He went down to the Dominican Republic and was like, hey, JLo. <laughs> Yeah, I miss, I miss you too. Like, it was the whole time. And, like, huh? yeah, so... <laughs> Why did he go to the Dominican? He was in Miami, she was in the Dominican because she's filming a movie, and so he was kind of like, hey, here, okay, you know, Daily Pop, which Sure. I've mentioned all the time, Sure. um, they were talking about it, and Justin was like, this is what happened, she needed to make her man understand what life would be like without her, so she let someone <laughs> release this little tabloid saying that they were broken up, let him sit and like... This is what life without me would be like. And then he flew himself down to the DR and was like, I can't live without you. And JLo got exactly what she wanted. And it's like, Uh-huh. <laughs> A queen. I was like, if she did that, that's Oh my god. Well, the ultimate big brain. ultimate queen move, but Really and truly. because <clears throat> I was shocked. I was like, wait, there's they're like getting married. When did they who, how, when, why, where? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what's happening with that. I just, th 
Wow. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot there. Um, (laughs) I know, I think their engagement is just off. I think they're trying to work it out, but it's just their engagement that's, like, not happening anymore. That was a big rock, too. I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm so happy for her. Blah, 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 blah. But that's a huge ring. Yes. Yes, it is. Our special guest is here now. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Let me give an introduction here. Yes, I'm waiting for this one. As we mentioned earlier, she is one of my two sisters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I really could have taken it in a good direction decided not to. Anyways, mm-hmm. she is one of my two sisters. She is the middle child of us all. That's, <laughs> this is getting progressively worse. Oh boy. I mean, technically, she, you're right. My own introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. Honestly. Maybe, maybe. Anyways, <laughs> my sister Colleen is here on the podcast with us today to talk about the Meghan and Harry Oprah interview and just them in general. Um, my sister and I have very deep talks about this. We're heavily right. invested for no reason. Okay, it literally does not affect us. Why we get so passionate about it is another question. But anyways, um, we have, I would say, like, very lengthy talks about this. And so we have decided to bring it to the podcast, put it out into the world, make our discussions live. Mm, Live is not the word. Well, I mean, kind of broadcast your public. discussions yeah public. public make it public like there you go um and so my sister would like me to mention that she came <laughs> that she came up with the name it should be easy and i'd just like to point out <laughs> that her inspiration for the name was me so really it's a dual effort i think mm-hmm. i said it should be easy and you were like that should be your name it should be easy and then we were laughing about it because you took it to an extreme length that didn't need to be at. <laughs> Do you remember this? Where she, <laughs> she was like, ta- I don't even know. You were like talking about murder or rape or something. And you're like, the rapist should be put in jail. It should be easy. And it was the most extreme. Like, we're going to be talking about that on our podcast. I mean, it should be easy. They should be going to jail. Yes, they should be. <laughs> but well... take it to a level. Well, that didn't need to be at. before we get started, I just want to say I'm honored. I was, um, I really was honored to be asked, especially when I was asked, it was in the context of diversity of thought. And I think that, you know, for you girls who are young, I'm a little bit older than you girls, but for, for you young ones, I think that's the most important thing right now mm-hmm. in our culture to have a diversity of thought. So I am honored to be on for that reason, but I had a demand before I came on because (laughs) I have not been given any credit and I'll chalk that up to you girls being young Mm -hmm. and new to the business. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to make sure that your audience was aware that I was the one who came up with the name it should be easy, but I was also disappointed in listening to your podcast that you don't end your shows. I said specifically <laughs> when I gave you this name, this was like my baby that I then gave to you. Yeah. Um, I want shows <laughs> to end with, and folks, it should be easy, you know? But yeah. it's not, unfortunately, in our society right now. So <laughs> I thought it was really good. 
<laughs> it is I really good. Try to introduce myself a little bit over there. Yeah. Okay, hey, fine. So I guess mine was not adequate enough. I'm so glad that you are neither a poli sci major nor English <laughs> major with that speech. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, it comes with yes. age. It comes with age. <laughs> hey, listen, I am here to entertain. And as long as that was entertaining to people out in the world, mm-hmm. I've done my job. I'm an entertainer, people. <laughs> listen. Oh, wow. Anyways, um, <clears throat> okay, to get to the deep. To get to the point, let's get right into stuff, it. Okay, listen here. Megan and Harry. Harry and Megan. They, I really felt the need to just commit to that. Sure. They just, okay. I'm going to start off with this thought. Mm-hmm. We talked about on the last episode that I was not okay with them going on Oprah. I'm still mm-hmm. not okay with them going on Oprah because Oprah's a friend. Mm-hmm. And I think she handled herself extremely well in that interview. I, I want to preface it with that. I think... You know, she asked the hard questions. She hit not all the hard questions, but she asked some hard questions. She called people out when she needed to call people out. However, there were a few issues that I was like, hmm, you know, mm-hmm. there. it just doesn't work because she's a friend. She's also American. So she doesn't quite understand how the monarchy works, how the in, the British yeah. government system works. She's not very familiar with it. And the inside so, scoop. Yes. So I was just saying, like, I think they needed to bring in a British journalist, a British reporter, needed to sit them down with Oprah, maybe like a dual thing going on. That may have been too much. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know... Megan and Harry were trying to control the story, and so they're like, who better to go to than our friends? Which, fair enough. Like, well, that's kind of to... what they're taught to do, though, is to control the story in both Hollywood exactly. and the royal family. So, I mean... Exactly. But then do they lose their credibility because they're talking to a friend? Yes. I think that's a simple answer here. There's, again, this goes back to the name of your podcast, It Should Be Easy. This Mm -hmm. should be easy when it comes to interviewing, when it comes to reporting. And this is unfortunately something that we've lost in our society right now is good reporting, is good fact checking, Mm -hmm. is the removal of bias and opinion from that. Um, And it comes down to the facts. And unfortunately, um, it, it felt very one-sided with the facts i'm not going to say there weren't any facts in this interview i do want to let your audience know i did not watch this interview (laughs) i uh i just want to let your audience know but it feels like um even though i didn't watch it i did watch it because the whole world is obviously talking i would i agree with you completely i love oprah don't get me wrong i think she's Mm -hmm. a fantastic journalist and i think in the situation um she did a fantastic job but I think that she was um, she was um, preened, for the lack of a better word, to ask certain questions in the way that she asked it based on the fact that these discussions were happening off record and behind the scenes. And yeah. I think she came into this interview going, okay, I kind of know some of this information, so 
let me go from there uh, instead of, mm-hmm. okay, can we start from day one? Can we mm-hmm. start from the beginning? Okay, where did this all get started? And I couldn't agree with you more. I think an American should not have done this interview, or I think it should have been a dual interview where you did have a British perspective in there, especially when the purpose of this interview was to pretty much bash on the English monarchy, the Mm -hmm. British monarchy. There was no representation of that in this podcast. And so Meghan and Harry had free reign to say whatever they want without any facts, but um, which, and no fact checking and no pushback and no, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, um, no uh, defense in a way, not that that's a journalist's job, but mm-hmm. a, no defense in a way of uh, anything of what they were saying. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I think one point that I kept bringing up was the fact about security and Archie not getting a title. And for just because I might mention this is right out i did watch this interview i was sitting there the whole time for all two hours sipping my tea because i thought it was very interesting um the topics that were brought up and then right away i called lauren and ranted for like an hour about yeah it. <laughs> yes this did happen i had because i have a, i had a lot of thoughts and i think yeah. at the time when i called you i said like it's kind of shocking that they didn't give archie a title because i thought he was entitled to one going off mm-hmm. that interview and then only later was i told by only British reporters and journalists, no American journalists or reporters knew about this, but um, Archie is actually not entitled to have a royal title. Like, he doesn't need to have one. Like, mm-hmm. they don't need to give him one by law. So... Is the- that because he's, like, so far down on the list to the throne? Or because Harry married Meghan? Like, someone outside? No, he's still in line of succession. Well, I mean, yeah. he it's a little complicated, but... I mean, he obviously is in the line of succession, mm-hmm. but he's not direct. He's not in the direct mm-hmm. line of succession. Yeah. So I think yeah. there was no urgency to make that decision right mm-hmm. now uh, mm-hmm. on, on on the behalf of the royal family. And, you know, I don't know what the conversations were privately. I think we can't speak to that, unfortunately. But I think that... It, this is the kind of question that I would have liked Oprah to ask. Are they saying no to a royal title for life forever? Mm-hmm. Or are they saying no right now because of this reason? And I think that that makes a difference and it puts things into context. If they're saying no right now, and then if I believe from what I understand the law is, you know, when, when, when the queen dies and Charles takes over, he gets to make a lot of these decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was yeah. no right now, you know, till the queen is alive, he's, he, you know, he's covered, he's safe under you guys. You guys are getting your security. You guys are getting, you guys live your life. Your children are obviously protected in the royal family. They don't throw the babes out to the wolves, yeah. uh, you know? And so, you know, for that reason, right now we will we will withhold him from a title but this will get revisited as it always does for all children not in the line of succession this will get revisited in a few years when his grandfather becomes king or when his uncle becomes king or whatever Mm -hmm. and you know those are two different conversations yeah um and i don't think we know which one of those conversations was had 
uh, and we don't know, you know, what the expectation was either going into this uh, mm -hmm. conversation. And so, again, if you are doing a tell-all interview, these are the questions I want clarified. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And even tell-all, I mean, <laughs> we have to joke about the fact that they're like, we want to live a small life. We want to be like a normal family. <laughs> And so, Oprah, let's do this tell-all interview with you just to expose the royal family yeah, and go into exactly. every, like, single press outlet, like, <laughs> everything. Just everything. to live our, exactly, just to well, live our small, modern life. You know, to put that into perspective, I, I do keep up a little bit with the British press. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I lived in England for a year, so I feel a connection to that country. And, um, and you know, it's interesting because Megan and Harry both are suing a lot of the tabloids in England and a lot of the newspaper publications in England. But when they put out their pregnancy picture for the second pregnancy this time mm -hmm. around of the one in their garden looking very serene and beautiful and happy with their baby bump, they sent it to these publications that they are suing. And, you know, this raises the question again of the hypocrisy. Yeah. And this raises the question again. Again, I go back to the interview and go, why were these questions not asked? Why yeah. was it not asked? Well, if you really hate the British press, if you feel they are treating you unkindly, um, wouldn't it make more sense for you to boycott them mm -hmm. and send it to American publications and say, hey, listen, get your get your information from the American publications. We're not even going to have contact with you because of how you treated us. We feel it was very unfair. But mm -hmm. no, when it suits their narrative, it seems like I should say, mm -hmm. when it suits their narrative, when it suits uh, their um, image and what they want to put out there, they are very happy to use the British press. They are yeah. very happy to put those images out there because it's images that they have obviously chosen. And once again, you know, they will get to control the narrative. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. I think this is um, this is the other part of um, this whole situation that should have been questioned, um, that is being questioned by people. But then you're being told if you do question these then you have a racist uh, mindset. You shouldn't question a person of color. How dare you, you know, question the fact that they just want to make money when all they're trying to do is live their life. And it's like, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you are a hey. prince and a princess <laughs> yeah. living in all Hollywood right now, uh, mm -hmm. getting Netflix deals, Spotify deals. <laughs> mm -hmm. You are using yes. your child in those platforms. If you go and listen to their Spotify so I'm sorry, if you are doing all of those things, then you are definitely open to get questioned and, and in turn get criticized. Exactly. And, um, and I think that's fair game. Yeah. Yeah. I think speaking of using the British press, I mean, we all know, as Megan calls them, and most people do the firm, which is the more... You know, this is the castle you're or this is the palace you're talking about. Or are you talking yes. about? Yes. No, I'm talking about the palace. Right. Yeah, the institution. So the, the, the institution, firm. the firm, which is very different from the family. Mm -hmm. So there's the family and the, then the institution. Um, and the firm obviously uses the press to their advantage. I mean, they obviously have a deal. That, I mean, there's no question about that. And, you know, obviously there were things said about Megan and 
mostly Megan, but sometimes mm-hmm. Harry about their lives. And I think one a big thing, a big takeaway was them saying they didn't feel supported because a lot of the times when bad articles and bad press did come out, they weren't protected and they weren't mm-hmm. like the press wasn't told that that wasn't true from the firm. And they were and the firm, according to them, allegedly they were asked repeatedly to make a comment. kind of make a comment and say, hey, this isn't true. I mean, the kind of prime example that Megan used was the story with Kate Middleton, um, the Duchess of Cambridge, and what had happened with her and the flower girl thing. Um, and I think something we need to acknowledge is the fact that Kate and William are always going to take a little bit more precedence. Is that the right word? Um, yeah. Over Harry and Meghan because William is going to become king. Well, yeah. The firm is looking out for their line of succession. They're not really looking. I'm not saying that's an excuse for the Harry and Meghan not being protected. I am just saying we need to acknowledge that that was her naiveness really came into play because who are they going to protect more? Who are they thinking about more? Because in reality, Harry's most likely not going to become king. Mm -hmm. They don't need to protect his image as much as they do Williams. Because it just, that's just the way it is. And, you know, that's something to consider that I think a lot of people are forgetting is how could they not protect Harry and Meghan? Their priority really isn't Harry and Meghan. Mm -hmm. Their priority is protecting the Queen, Charles, William and George so it's just that argument kind of falls through of and again I want to remind people of uh of this first and foremost I actually do agree with Megan and Harry on this point I think that if they were not and they see there's reports speculating around this you know now that they do have proof of all of this we are still not given the proof but Mm -hmm. let's uh, let's give them the (laughs) of the doubt that yeah. they do have receipts and they can prove everything that they are saying yeah. and if I do agree I do agree with the perspective that uh you know with the Kate and Megan story that she said was false and she, yeah. she I agree with that that you know if it is false if it's Kate that made Megan cry but the narrative out there was Megan made Kate cry Mm-hmm. He said the palace was hesitant or did not contradict that story. Well, that's completely wrong. I think that if there is a false yeah. narrative out there, you've got to do that across the board. You can't pick and choose your royals that you want to contradict, uh, you know, stories for, and you can't mm-hmm. and decide. Uh, and you know that then that that does that does make a very good point about then the racial undertones that were happening. And so I too want to conjure that you know it's not all. Uh, it's not all good and bad from my perspective when it comes to them. I'm very open-minded. But at the same time, I do want to remind people that Harry put out a statement once when they were um, dating or engaged, I can't remember, but once also after they got married where he did tell the press to back off. Mm-hmm. He did tell the press that what he what they were doing towards his wife was unacceptable now people will argue, well, that wasn't the palace. Well, if you again know anything that of how royal the royal family works, uh, there's no rogue faction. They all work as a family. <laughs> everything yeah. does have to get. A, if you're in the royal family, at least everything does go through the queen. 
Um, and so if Harry is putting out that statement, the queen would have had to approve mm-hmm. it. At least someone um, would have had to. At least someone would have had to. And it's, uh, it's you, could, you could make the argument that that's the palace's way of supporting that narrative and that pushback against the press mm-hmm. um, for all the so and so-called negative press. And, you know, I think there is a lot of argument to be made for the negative press. Um, uh, and so, you know, I don't want to say that the British press was completely, uh, you know, unacceptable in their coverage of Megan because there is, we could go on for another hour about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, I think that there's, I, I think that, um, uh, you know, I think I couldn't agree more. You're going to protect your line of succession. You're going to protect, at the end of the day, I keep saying Harry and Megan, even if they didn't leave the royal family, will fade into the background once. Mm-hmm it starts to become about William and his family and his children as a lot of the Queen's family members who knows anything about the Queen's family members nobody does who knows anything about you know any of the other children that she really has other than Charles I mean we're aware of them in the we're aware of them as her children but do we pay a lot of attention to them no because they are not in the line of succession William and Kate get more press than Princess Anne you know who is her first daughter and yeah. so like let's just be honest here megan and harry harry at some point after the honeymoon ended we're going to, and you know more emphasis gets put on william and kate and then their children mm-hmm. and george and then his children and so on and so forth these two were going to fade into the background mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. so i think that um you again this is what comes back to the beginning of our conversation where you know this is an american mindset they don't quite understand how these things work but i do want to say they did make compelling arguments Mm -hmm. for the racial undertones that um do exist in the royal family and i don't think anyone's saying that there isn't racism or a certain privilege i don't like the word racism I like the word privilege a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot smoother. I think it's a lot more forgiving um, than the term racism. Although I feel now racism has lost its meaning. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you girls. If I get called a racist, it's not to the end of the world. I'll still sleep at night because that <laughs> term has, you know, I know what's in my heart, and I yeah. um, that term has lost its meaning, which is so unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But at the mm-hmm. same time, when I talk about certain people who um, who do have the, as people call, racist tones. I like to use the word privilege. I think mm-hmm. that, I think the royal family is privileged. I mean, you don't get a more privileged family. No, <laughs> you don't. They're the top of privilege. like In every yep. sense of the word. They're yes. privileged financially. They're privileged yep. um, in resources. And they're privileged in their perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, unfortunately, that was the disconnect between the royal family and Meghan Markle, because sh- they just had an, unfortunately, a privileged mindset mm-hmm. that, um, you know, um, Meghan Markle was railing against, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it's funny that you touch on that, because the question I had here is, is it English? I say that on every podcast Mm -hmm. episode that we do. I can't speak. It's fine. Is her experience... Thank you. (laughs) Is her experience completely different from everyone else's because of race? Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. to a certain extent, I think it is. I think there is... Yeah. You know, obviously she is the first... 
biracial duchess that we've seen mm-hmm. in what the pat you know like and in ever a, i so, think ever, ever. yeah because <laughs> i heard somewhere that there was speculation of it happening at one point in history but i don't know how true that is but right. i think ever so that's a big thing right and obviously mm-hmm. that shakes their world up a little bit so i think it is kind of like to a certain extent it is but i a point that i've been making is she's been being com- she's been compared to diana all the time it's people are putting like diana's photo of when she did that explosive interview to when megan did this interview with oprah and they're putting the pictures side by side and they're saying mm-hmm. same vibe same experience and i mean we have to acknowledge that diana was white and still yeah I think, <laughs> I think it like is just as much exactly hate. and this is where this this argument falls apart yeah because like yeah. there's obviously there's tremendous overlap because diana was adored by the people but mm-hmm. then there were all of those bad press and uh rumors that the family mm-hmm. you know hated her didn't want her there blah 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 mm-hmm. and the a lot has the same for megan so like where do you where can you pick up that argument that like so apparently they were also racist against diana then it's so but you can't be racist <laughs> against white people so you know yeah i mean come on it's you know if if we really take a deep dive there's bad press about every mm-hmm. single royal family yeah. or period yeah. now the argument can be made uh for the defense of that bad press and the argument could be made again. I said I keep going back to this. Just people go do your research, please, and mm-hmm. thank you before you come up with any kind of opinion. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the argument could be made that Megan and Harry bought the bad press on themselves. And I think that most of the time when you are lecturing people about climate change. I know Cassandra and I <laughs> differ on this completely. Yeah. Not necessarily climate change. I think we all are aware of climate change and we all need to do our part. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But for them, if you're going to be political, because let's face facts right now, climate change is controversial and political. It's unfortunate mm-hmm. that it is, yeah. but it is. Um, if you're going to take a stance as a royal family that literally gets a pass, on all of this like literally let's be honest here people they do not like they stand for neutrality they Mm -hmm. do not have to take a stance on anything political it is not expected from them nor is it demanded of them like they literally just get to stand there and be pretty yeah and so it wouldn't have been Oh, it wouldn't have been any chalk off anyone's back if Meghan and Harry did their appearances, mm-hmm. did their time, and did not take a stance on anything. No one would have questioned that because that's mm-hmm. literally what the royal st- family st- stands for. Yeah. If you again go back to history and study why that happened, there's a very specific reason mm-hmm. why the royal family doesn't take stance on anything political. And mm-hmm. so but just they the two of them decide to take a political stance okay but now they want they want you know flowers thrown at them and every twist and turn because they've decided to take this stance which in their opinion is the right stance 
now there are going to be you do open yourself up to criticism because mm -hmm. you're going to lecture everyone on climate change you're going to lecture everyone on our carbon footprint and fair enough it is an important issue that needs awareness but if you are a public figure and you do that and you're taking private jets everywhere yep yeah sorry 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 don't <laughs> no sorry the rest yeah. of us would never even do that because we yeah. can't afford Exactly. Don't talk to us yeah. about our carbon footprint when we would never take private jets anywhere because we mm -hmm. can't. We don't have the privilege for that. And Harry's yeah. argument, of course, is safety of my family. Well, yeah, safety of family. Then sit there and be quiet in your Frogmore Court cottage that's paid, where your security is <laughs> yeah. paid for, your house is yeah. paid for. If you care about the safety of your family, then you know that is taken care of. The royals, there's no royals that have died. Uh, this so safety because of safety issues. I mean Diana, but she was but she was stripped of her royal title family. and then exactly. So. so if you're looking at people that were in the family, no one has ever died because of security issues so there's no reason for you to have taken the stance you can privately believe it you can privately do your part I mm -hmm. think we're all doing that I think um, those of us that do care about the climate you know we we all try to do our own yeah uh, individual our part. own part towards it absolutely they could have done that but if you're going to take a stance and make speeches about it and then take a private jet Practice what you preach, people. Practice <laughs> yes. what you preach. I'm sorry. You know, you're going, and you then don't expect the bad press. Mm. That is not expecting the press to then dump all over you. And so that's what I was just, this is a long way of me saying there is an argument to be made about the bad press. Is it all completely fair towards, mm -hmm. their, towards their situation and Megan? And are there racial undertones? Absolutely. I think there's lots of arguments for that. But I think some of the bad press that they got, they definitely bought upon themselves. And I mm -hmm. think that, oh, you know, we, we, we never seem to really discuss those things. I think outside in the in America, it's definitely not discussed because a lot of these things were done when they were in England and no one was really paying attention. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I would urge people in general take it from a little bit of an older person uh you were <laughs> young and I know your audience is a little younger as well but I would urge you and this is a little bit of a teacher in me um I would urge you to please please go do your research folks yeah. do not just take what the press is saying or even what Megan and Harry are saying I think you're going to need to go in and make your own minds and uh, there is a lot of argument to be made about why these two deserve some some of the press that they get yeah yeah Definitely. um another topic i kind of want to bring up is security this was a big one especially in the Oprah interview i think what they were saying is we had to do all of this we had to move to the states because we weren't getting the security we needed and we had talked about this last night and i think you brought up a good point that i didn't even consider is the taxpayers would be paying for their security if they were in the if they were in the states and they still wanted security and they were doing nothing they were quote unquote stepping away not stepping down mm -hmm. then the taxpayers would still be paying for their security but they're not reaping the benefits of Harry and Meghan still being a part of this family i mean look at the look at the amount of things they were doing when they were in the royal family right they were going to local charities local businesses in england mm -hmm. william and kate do that they go mm -hmm. around they shake hands they 
yeah. kiss babies. Like part of their, <laughs> it's part of their duty or whatever. Like that's yes. their job. Yes. And so literally. they put in the work to get to reap the benefits. And I think it's kind of not a fair argument to say, well, we still want our security, but we're just going to chill out here, not do anything for you guys. <laughs> and But y'all I, can still, y'all can still support again, us. Again, I want to remind, we this is a conversation that seems to very easily get forgotten in the press from the Canadian perspective, as we are in Canada. And, you know, I am a tax-paying Canadian. Uh, and, you know, if you guys, if you, <laughs> you work, <laughs> I pay taxes. If you know what, even if you buy things, you are a taxpaying Canadian yeah. in Canada. So we all pay our taxes. We all do our fair share. And Harry and Meghan came to Canada, and we were footing the bill for all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was millions upon millions of dollars um, that came out of our money. I want to remind everyone: this was at the beginning of the pandemic um, when all of this was happening. So this was not money that we could have easily, this was money that could have easily gone towards uh, a lot of the resources we needed during the pandemic. Uh, And I think that, um, I think that people tend to, this is another question I would have liked asked in that interview. Um, You know, they've done, oh, I do, again, give credit where credit is due. They did end up paying a lot of the taxpayers back in England for you know the Frogmore Cottage renovations that they did Mm -hmm. and a lot of these other few things here and there where they did uh once they started to make their money from their Netflix deals and Mm -hmm. their Spotify deals (laughs) they did do the honorable thing and pay the taxpayers back so I do give them Mm -hmm. credit for that but where's our money back yeah we got nothing at least the British taxpayers got something in return for a lot of those things Mm -hmm. as they were still making appearances and they still um supported and do still support many charities in england so there was obviously something to be returned when they came and lived in canada for the three to four months that they lived here we got nothing we just got uh you know our our taxpaying money you know just going down going towards them and the best security that money can buy Mm -hmm. and i just want to point out again to our to your audience and if you are canadian with the day that uh that um parliament voted and said uh you know we are not doing this anymore we are not paying for them to be in canada if they want to come here they're not doing it in a canada pays when royals come here in official visits yeah and usually when royals come here in official visits they are doing a job they are Mm -hmm. bringing they are going to charities they are going to Mm -hmm. different organizations that need attention Megan and Harry came here literally to escape England yeah um to escape the press this was a little bit of a vacation for them and we were paying for their security here in Canada or at least part of it um and I think that when parliament decided here in Canada are uh very wisely to stop doing that literally the day that we uh, that we stopped our payment was the day they got into a private jet and uh, you know went to California and so you know there's there's um i find that interesting as well Mm -hmm. why was that not questioned about okay are you going to pay the canadian taxpayers back yeah because like i said we more than ever we more than england unfortunately should have got paid because we got nothing in return they literally Mm -hmm. came here used taxpayer money of canada and our connection to the commonwealth um and then literally a vacation and an escape let's be honest 
And so uh, these are the tough questions that I think I would have liked answered, but of course, when you know you you're you're uh, you're coming from it from a very biased perspective, uh, you're mm-hmm. not going to see these these holes and these, and uh, you're not going to ask these tough questions. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's definitely a big one, and we also, I think, something that sits in my mind is the fact was. I mean, I believe that LA was Endgame. I oh, believe 100%. getting to hundred to LA. I think I called that, didn't I? When we were having a lot of our discussions, uh, Cassandra and I were having a lot of our discussions, mm-hmm. even when they were getting a lot of the bad press, but they were still Royals. And I kept saying, you know, she, she, it, it looks like she's doing a lot of this stuff because she's coming from, she does see a little bit of the future for them in Hollywood. And this is very Hollywood act yeah. that she was doing. Well, she grew up there, right? So she grew up there, and you know, yep. she was an actress at the end of the day, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of what she was doing in the monarchy was very obvious that they she was setting herself up. She was marketing herself, I should say, <laughs> uh, for something outside yeah. of the royal life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking on actress, we I <laughs> that little Ben Shapiro yeah. thing was actually oh, so brilliant because yeah. it was like. <laughs> the Brandsville, like she was like, can you imagine? Um, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. Actually, <laughs> it's yes. not that hard. It's not that hard actually to think about it because <laughs> her big break was actually Suits. Before that, she had like a small appearance in a Hallmark movie. She was on Deal or No Deal for a bunch of years. She was doing small extra roles here and there. And then she got hired hired on Suits. So Suits was really her breakout role. And even then, a lot of people didn't even watch yeah. Suits. Yeah. It was not a very well-known... It was not very no. well-known in America. It was in Canada because, you yeah. know, it was filmed here. Shot here. And uh, I, I I watched Suits even before she got Duchess of Sussex beside her name. So yeah. I do feel uh, I had a little bit of a connection to her and, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm it was it was really cool to see someone who I felt like I knew let's be honest we all feel that when people are in Toronto or yeah. a huge city but like you know I tell everyone like Drake's my neighbor uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah no I mean and uh, Sean Mendes is literally our neighbor, neighbor. <laughs> literally our neighbor uh and uh so I think that uh you know there is a little there was a little bit of a Canadian connection and I think we were very very excited when you know she did meet Harry and mm-hmm. things were going well and it was it was um it was interesting to see that she saw that move to become a princess. And let's be honest, there's other royal families in the world, right? I yeah. mean, I, <laughs> I know we forget that. I forget that all the time. But there are other royal families <laughs> in the world. None of them know them, okay? I mean, let's just be honest. I'm aware that they exist. I actually don't know who they are. Um, <laughs> But England is like the one royal family. And I was saying to Cassandra in our conversations, I said, if you lived in Canada, you knew the royal family. The people on our money people. I mean, she lived in Canada for years when she was filming Suits. Tell me she didn't see a $20 bill and question who that person was. I mean, she she brands herself as the smartest woman in the world. You didn't question who was on our $20 bill. 
you didn't Google that and then see his her hot grandson. <laughs> I better try and meet this guy. Come on. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that just drives. And we also have to who did she meet Prince Harry from, right? right. Like, yeah, right. where did you how do you just run into a prince? It was from chat Je- is her name Jessica Mulaney? Mulroney. Jessica Mulroney. Mulroney so, yeah, is mutual. Like friend. um yeah. yeah. It was a mutual. So friend. someone did introduce him to you as the Prince of England. I mean, come yeah, on. Aren't you supposed to like curtsy and whatnot? Yes, right. Well, <laughs> that curtsy I mean, thing. Not Harry is not getting enough hate for the fact that he yes. actually didn't step up. Yes. If my, if mm-hmm. I'm relying on my man to let me know what's happening, mm-hmm. first of all, I have a big problem with that. You're calling yourself. You're like, I'm a feminist, an independent woman. I do everything for myself, but I'm going to let this man dictate my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, I gave up um, my career. I gave up my yeah. life for my. She's like, I gave up my career, my life for this man. My girl, nobody asked you to. <laughs> exactly. Who and asked like, you to do and that? This is where this comes down to, again, her very skewed way of thinking that we should all have sympathy for the fact that she gave up her life where she was earning money and actually working for now a royal life where the taxpayers foot all your expenses and you get free press literally Mm -hmm. for just being a royal there's no work that gets put into that Mm -hmm. Uh, and yes you do a couple engagements here and there absolutely for a few hours I mean let's just be honest here um and i think that you know again she's trying to gain this sympathy of um from a lot of people who do have to work who do <laughs> who are desperately trying to get their 15 minutes of fame and do yeah. not get it uh and i think that you know there it's uh, she's she sounds very very tone deaf to me <laughs> she sounds very um she sounds very spiteful you know some of the things that she says and I think that yeah I, I couldn't agree more I think her husband was the biggest loser of that interview and <laughs> <laughs> oh I for mean, anyone who doesn't Harry did not come yeah a lot I, the whole interview you're like but where's Harry in all of this <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> like there were so many things I was like why isn't Harry acting like the curtsy thing that that's such an idiotic question to ask your American girlfriend. Do you know how to curtsy? Yeah, of course, she, is that just a that. skill? Is that just a skill Maybe. people have? I know you come from privilege, <laughs> but I don't go to school, and I'm like, good morning, Miss Whatever, and curtsy. Like that's just not a normal thing. Like I don't, I don't well, know what. Because just... he's he. I think it's also because like. He grew up in that environment, so like he just expects. It's, just, it's kind of like his isolated yes. brain. He yes. expects everyone this would goes back know. to your privileged mindset again. You're mm-hmm. you're in that mindset. You're you're you know, you you think this. It's not, it's not rude. It's just that you've not thought about it. You've not thought that the regular mm-hmm. person, especially outside mm-hmm. of England, doesn't know how to curtsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What? Definitely. And just even. I don't know, like, <sighs> mental health is a big issue that was mm-hmm. talked about in this interview, mm-hmm. and I'm not the, I'm not, I'm not saying that she wasn't suicidal, I honestly don't know, like, I can't comment on what her experience was, mm-hmm. I think if she, 
if she went through that, that's hard, that's tough, and that's sad that she went through that. I don't think mm -hmm. anyone should be feeling that way. That's just so sucky, and that's just not a fun experience to have, and especially when it comes from simply a marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it just comes out of marrying someone and not expecting... I, you know I have my thoughts on her not on knowing coming into this family what she was going to get herself into mm -hmm. but obviously not knowing what to expect and having everything happen to her that happened but Harry and William had a big campaign a big charity on mental health yes they did multiple outreach programs they mm -hmm. did they were going they were talking to specifically even men about mental health because there's a stigma around that so mm -hmm. they were going to bars and they were talking to men who were watching football and being like hey how what is mental health to you can we have discussions about that they were big on mental health the four of them when they were all in the royal family did a big mental health thing mental health was a big issue for the two of them mm -hmm. and so i think for Megan to go to Harry and say I don't want to be alive anymore and him not make more of an effort to make sure she got the help she needed mm -hmm. was surprising to me I'm not saying he didn't try I'm just saying it's shocking to me that no one did more considering their royal charities considering their outreach programs considering the time they put into doing that work also just considering the amount of resources they have available mm -hmm. to them yeah like you're I telling think... me nobody was like okay we can try and figure something out for you or like here's yes. the money go do it go you go <laughs> try and find someone to talk to you know yes yes I totally agree and I think it's like where was Harry couldn't he have made something work tried to get someone to come into the palace secretly I'm not saying she needed to go out because obviously the firm was not okay with that but mm -hmm to bring someone in or to try like do something about it like why wasn't that question right like what 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 was the process that he went through to make something better for her what was the process that even the firm went through like if you're gonna bring up something that big I need to know exactly what happened I need to know what they didn't do because if you're gonna say that then I need yeah. specifics on how it's a big thing push. to accuse yeah. them of yeah and we can push to make it better right like mm -hmm. if I just in general if I don't know the specifics if you don't tell me what's going on I can't make it better mm -hmm. and it's funny because like as a coach as a gymnastics coach and I'm sure you feel the same thing calling as a teacher is whenever a kid comes to me crying or they come to me upset I said you need to tell me what's going on so I can make it better I can't make it better unless I know what's happening oh absolutely 100 percent and mm -hmm. I think that you know, this is this is again where I feel Oprah dropped the ball um, in this interview. I think there's, you know, I think there's no one in the world that doesn't feel sympathy for Megan when she thinks when when she says that she mm -hmm. was suicidal and she did just did not want to be alive anymore. That's yeah heartbreaking, uh, and you know, I think that uh, no one deserves to go. And I've actually this is the one point I have defended her on I mm -hmm. think a lot of people in England were also upset about how private they were trying to be um, and you know especially surrounding their son I think that I said as a parent you know I'm not a parent but I said I can only understand that you mm -hmm. want to be protective of your children 
you want a certain degree of privacy just because your life is public doesn't mean that you want everything about your life out in the open so this is something I do defend them on and it's heartbreaking to hear that she got to the point where she was suicidal and just did not want to exist anymore Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, it is a little shocking to hear her say that she did not receive the help that she needed I think that uh, after Diana especially the royal family was rocked with this scandal Mm -hmm. uh, of not helping someone when they needed it and Mm -hmm. a lot of people criticize the royal family to this day for how they did not help Diana yeah um and a lot of people say that was eventually led to her death and so I find it extremely shocking to um hear that they aren't being made aware that there is another member now that is suicidal and could potentially cause them scandal if that does happen Mm -hmm. Uh, and then a lot more questions would be raised I do find it hard to believe that they were not supportive of that we're just the way that Megan made it sound was they just kind of shrugged it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that um, it's, uh, it is uh, like Cassandra said, I think for those of us that it's not that we don't sympathize with Megan, we just don't feel we've got the complete story. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to question her mental health. It's not any of our places to question her mental mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're going to make claims and it's annoying that two weeks later, now her friends are coming out and saying, <laughs> oh, yeah, she has receipts and she has proof of everything she said in her interview. Okay, so you're doing cleanup. That's what you're doing. Right? Yeah. You're doing cleanup in the press because you did not, you did, you, again, you did that interview thinking people were just going to believe everything you said. You have to and justify. Not, right. And not question anything. And Mm -hmm. now two weeks later, you are realizing that there are questions circulating. And one of the biggest questions is who said that to you? Mm -hmm. What was the context of this that was said? Mm -hmm. And if everything that you're saying is true, there needs to be an investigation. There needs to be a public inquiry, public being the key word here, Mm -hmm. not private. And so I think that you it's the oh you have started this ball rolling it's on to, up to you now to answer these questions that are in the press mm-hmm. instead what they're doing is i feel like they are deploying their friends to go out into the press now and do a little bit of cleanup collateral and said a few things oprah had to go in and address the who talked about archie's skin color um controversy that was going on and you know had to do a little bit of cleanup and say well it wasn't the queen or prince philip um which i i actually think that was dumb of them because then they left it like they blatantly pointed out who it could have been right. i mean my, my theory we all know my thoughts on this i think it's charles, it charles. <laughs> let me say well louder. i mean when you confirm that it's not the queen or her husband or, that yeah. only you really have leaves, two options it leaves one suspect of pure interest and then a few others yes. you know so kind of sketchy yeah. exactly <laughs> exactly oh, exactly yeah. so i think the point of that whole thing was please do not believe everything she's saying you do not have the other side of the story you do not have the other perspective and there's always another side of the story i think one thing to consider is personal bias and we all have it is when and when you're recalling 
moments in history, your personal bias comes in and it comes through. So when you tell something and you tell your story, it's from your perspective. So there are always going to be, you need a third party, you need other people who are looking into it that wasn't you, you know. So there are going to be different recollections of this story. And I think that's something we all have to acknowledge and not just take her word as the word. Because (laughs) there were multiple people involved and multiple perspectives in that way. Um, So something I want to close off on is the Gale thing um, that came out a couple days ago, which um, William, Harry and Charles talked on the phone and they had a conversation um and according to them and by them I mean Megan <laughs> I know Harry didn't tell Gail this I know it was Megan who was on who was having a girl's brunch was like listen so they got on the phone like it was I just know I just know it was Megan um hopped on and said well the conversation was unproductive but we started a conversation and That's what good. I'm really upset about is when people read that, they're going to end the sentence at unproductive. Yes. And they're not going to listen to, but we started the conversation. If yeah. you're starting a conversation, that is That's more progress. important than the... F- yeah. It's, it's, I wouldn't classify starting a conversation as unproductive. Mm-hmm. I would Because cl- it's taking a step. And especially if it's about race, if it is about family, that is a big thing for people to be willing to listen to be open-minded, mm-hmm. to come in and understand a different perspective, that's a huge step. And not acknowledging that is kind of discouraging. Like if I was told me getting on the phone with you after you exposing our whole family <laughs> is unproductive, I'd feel even, like I wouldn't feel the need to get on the phone with you again because everything I say is now being twisted. Mm-hmm. Everything I do is being twisted into yes. a completely different exactly. thing, yeah. right? And so Daily Pop again was, they were talking about it and they're saying, well, will William ever be able to trust Harry again? Exactly. Because he's always going to feel the need to censor everything he says. because he's definitely gonna... eroded and mm-hmm. the trust is definitely eroded and it is, it is heartbreaking for someone like me because I have a few more years on you girls I feel like I grew up with William and Harry Mm -hmm. you guys you girls are kind of coming in into their uh, their adulthood but uh, I'm not as old as they are but (laughs) I was young when they were growing up and I knew their relationship I saw them as brothers before Mm -hmm. they got married and had family Mm -hmm. I saw them go through Diana's uh, death and how it affected them they were so close and you know we remember the power three before megan get came in i, I miss it i miss I it bring it back i still you know sometimes yeah. see pictures of those and get nostalgic <laughs> i was even really excited for the fab floor when megan yes came do you and, remember that one interview they yes, did yes oh. and you know i thought that the you know as a young person i felt like you know, these, they weren't young. The four of them were not young, mm-hmm. other than Harry. Megan is, is pretty, is pretty, uh, she's uh, around the same age as Kate. So, but, yeah. um, I felt so excited. I felt like, oh, I, even though I'm not represented in the, in the monarchy, I felt a little bit of a connection because I felt yeah. that you're these young people who are making an impact and really want to change 
how the monarchy does stuff Mm -hmm. and more importantly it was the base of all of that was the relationship between William and Harry Mm -hmm. and there's such a connection to the both of them and the British people if you talk to any British people they feel this because they feel like they really uh, were part of this journey with these boys as well through the passing of Diana and beyond yeah and it is so unfortunate that this is where their relationship is right now it is unfortunate that there seems to be forces at play to keep them apart Mm -hmm. it is unfortunate that there is an erosion of trust it is um it is it's it's I couldn't agree more I think if I'm William I'm going and Charles for that matter I'm more hesitant to now pick up the phone I don't know Mm -hmm. what's going to get leaked in the press and that is no way to live in a relationship when you feel that way yeah especially in your with your family like with your brother with your son yes like and you know I mean we all know what it's like to have cousins that's the other part that breaks (laughs) my heart here a little bit yeah I grew up with amazing cousins oh yeah I've been apart from them for a long time um I we do have cousins here in Canada and we are close with them and we're so thankful for them but we always think of our cousins who are not with us and I think Mm -hmm. of these uh these um you know at the end of the day they are a family and we can talk about how they're not a normal family but the family connection never leaves I think that's Mm -hmm. one thing that can connect all of us is those emotions we feel towards our family members Definitely. and I know what it's like to grow up with cousins they it, 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 it they are the best yes they are the best memories we have mm-hmm. sometimes Definitely. they really truly do become a you know an extended family mm-hmm. yeah. and so to to know that Archie George Charlotte and mm-hmm. Lewis will not have this kind of relationship or may I should say not will not but may not have this kind of mm-hmm. cousin relationship that we all know and love yeah heartbreaking yes but yeah i think that's a natural way to end that discussion um well i love how we 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 allotted 20 minutes for this conversation i know it's now been (laughs) an hour and i said to these girls it's it's just not happening in 20 minutes there's too much to to unpack and unpack yeah but um it's okay. It was but, a productive you know, conversation. It, it it should be easy, but it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it should have been easy to have this conversation 20 minutes, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Just to drive that so, point home, you know? Yes. It should be easy. A lot well, of these I things pl- should I'm be plugging. Easy. I'm plugging as much as I can. <laughs> I love it. We love to see it. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Yes. Thank you so much. We enjoyed your such- perspective. Yes. Such a fun conversation. I think mm-hmm. it's un- we have a lot of unpopular opinions, um, especially in comparison to what Americans have been saying, young Americans, what I've been seeing all over Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter, and I'm constantly like, ah, <laughs> whole story. Let's go back on that one. Um, but yeah, so I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for responding to my email. <laughs> it was a pleasure yes yeah. it was very official I was very impressed uh I think what you what you girls are doing is so fantastic and 
you know, obviously we know a little bit of this journey because Cassandra is in our lives. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is an honor to be on really and truly. Uh, I feel like a little bit of a mama bear on here. Um, to, and very early on, thank you for the credit that I finally got and the acknowledgement of the name. So sorry, it wasn't addressed <laughs> sooner. I'm very sorry. <laughs> that purpose alone, just roll my I think I did I did my I did my job but yep. uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was it was a pleasure um you know good luck to you girls I am praying for you and the success for of your podcast and uh, you know just uh, as a final note everyone who's listening please if there's one thing you do listen to it should be easy to believe the press, but it's not. And so please go out and do your research. Question everything. Please go out and, and have different, get out of your echo chambers and have different mm. opinions. I know mm, many of I you will not one. agree with my opinion, but I have listened to many opinions coming on to this interview. And that's why uh, I hope I was as fair as possible. Mm -hmm. And I think that what you girls are doing to take the step forward of having a very inclusive, diverse conversation, it, we have to start somewhere. And I just want to commend you girls for doing that. So it's been a pleasure and thank you for having me on. Okay. Um, that was, a, that that was, was a, a good discussion. That was a productive conversation. See, productive. Yes, productivity. Yes, we love it. Um, that was not how long we intended to take with that discussion. But I yeah. think, you know, it, that was something that we're both passionate about. You more so than I and also yeah. your sister. So, yes, my sister and I have, as I've already said, multiple discussions about this mm -hmm. on like, I would say minimum three times a week. So we just want to thank you all for coming to this episode we Next hope week. you enjoyed it we hope it was still yeah. enjoyable even if you uh don't have you know interest or that much interest in the royal family yes um next week we're going to be talking about a lot more stuff i think we're going to get a little more personal next episode mm -hmm. i said next week i meant next episode mm -hmm. um we're going to be getting a little more personal maybe talking about online school ending i think that's a big thing oh yes we need to talk about that you know, first year of university coming to an end, all online. Um, maybe talk about what are we watching right now? Because cable's coming back. Your cable's girls coming back. Your girls watching a lot of new stuff. Um, and then obviously this is a big one. Look forward to me talking about Taylor Swift and Harry Styles and Harry at the Grammys. And the, the Grammy. Yeah. The, just the video. Not that anything happened. Just that someone made an edit. <laughs> And uh, it's convincing. <laughs> well, not well. It did happen because it's from the Grammys, like the Grammys YouTube channel. So I believe. Oh, it. really? Yeah. I thought it was just some rando person that like. No, it's the Grammys. They really be shady out here, like <laughs> releasing wow. private conversations. But you know, when the cameras are off, quote unquote, even though they're on, because they were, yeah, because they need content. <laughs> Yeah, for their YouTube channel. You know, they're just trying to... They're just trying to make content. money and uh, get it, okay? So. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, we thank you so much for coming to this episode. Please do not forget to follow us on Instagram. Yep. Subscribe. Subscribe. Leave a review, if, please. Yeah. 
Much appreciated if you'd leave a review. Tell all of your friends and keep Tell coming back. And keep coming back. Yes. Okay, y'all. Folks, it should be easy. There you are, just for Colleen. You're welcome. <laughs> when she listens to this. Okay, ready? Toodles! <laughs> I hate us. <Yeah. laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Subscribe to It Should Be Easy anywhere you find your podcasts. And come back every other Thursday for a new episode. And to keep up to date, please don't forget to subscribe to our Instagram at It Should Be Easy, the podcast.